Coming up on this week's Planet Japan, we'll fill you in on all the latest news in the world of really cool Japanese technology, and we'll give you an update on our favorite Akihabara flasher. Stay tuned for episode 135 Attack of the Flying Penis. Five, four, three, two, one. Direct from beautiful downtown Okayama City, Japan, you are once again, for no apparent reason, listening to Planet Japan. Get ready to join Doug and Jen as they take you on an unpredictable journey through the wacky and wonderful world they call home. And now, here's Doug and Jen. So, Jen, true or false? Yes. Barack Hussein Obama <laughs> is a known Muslim. And he took his oath of office on a Koran. Dude, that is false. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's true. I know for sure because I got an email、right. and it said exactly that. Yeah, and you believe everything you read. I do. Especially、yeah. in email? Especially emails. Yeah. And with a name like Hussein, how can he not be a Muslim? Come、mm. on, really. Seriously. You are a fool. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway,、uh-huh. these, these emails have gone out all over the country. Millions of people have gotten them, and then they forward them to their other, you know, idiot friends. <laughs> <laughs> and、well. so they survey people. 10% of people in the U.S. think that Barack Obama is, is a Muslim, for crying out loud. Not that there's、uh, anything wrong with that, by the way. No, there, that's, that's another thing. There really is nothing wrong with、exactly. being a Muslim. Yeah. But he isn't, so. <laughs> <laughs> so、um, here's what I did I took matters into my own hands. You did? I did. And what did you do?、Uh, well, I thought、uh, if people are going to read these idiot emails and forward them to their friends, how about if I start my very own viral email? Right. You can be the antibiotic e m a i l Exactly. That's yes. right. Yes. Yeah. Right. And so I, I wrote, wrote up this email and、uh, pointing people over to our favorite website, Snopes.com,、mm, yes, yes. which has investigated all these、uh, fraudulent emails. And,、right. uh, and you can, people can go there to find out exactly. What's true and what's not, which is most of what people <laughs> <laughs> have been saying in these emails. So,、yeah. what I'll do is、uh, I will put a link on the website so people who want to join my crusade can follow the link and they can、uh, find my message and they can forward it to their friends. And before you know it, everybody will know the truth about our favorite candidate. Yeah. You are a humanitarian. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change the world. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's well,、great. thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, I try to do my part. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, welcome once again, everyone, to Planet Japan. This is episode 135. I'm Doug DeLong. And I'm Jennifer Biggers. We've kind of broken the show into two parts tonight because、uh, we're kind of、uh, we're, we're tinkering with the format, if you will. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because、right. I'm a tinkerer. <laughs> <laughs> I like to tinker. Tinker. Yeah.、Uh, so, what we're going to do is the first part of this show tonight is kind of、uh, going to be a technology segment. Sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then the second part of the show is、mm-hmm. going to be dedicated to、uh, penises and、uh, asses. Great. All right. So, you have, to, <laughs> you have to sit through all the technology crap to get to the penis and asses. That's right.、So、yeah. We're going you know, to make keep, you wait. Keep people sticking around,、right. as it were.、Right. Yeah. Because the penis stuff is really good. Yeah. It is actually. So, yeah. Yeah. And the, the ass stuff is, is not bad. It's as, not bad. As、yeah. asses go. Not bad, yeah. Yeah, okay.、Mm-hmm. So, 
The first thing that uh, crossed our desk this week was the report on the solar power bra by a Japanese company called Triumph International, not to be confused with Triumph the Insult Dog. That's a whole different thing. (laughs) Yeah, that's completely different. Solar power bras and dogs are different. Now, uh, I don't know why people haven't come up with a solar powered bra before. Probably because you were wearing it under your clothes and it doesn't get exposed to the sun. Perhaps. Yes. <laughs> it seems like a great idea, though. Sure, except I don't know why you, you would need to generate electricity. This bra allows you to, to recharge your cell phone or your iPod. Well, okay. Now, okay, that makes sense. It's convenient. Right. right. Yeah. But you wouldn't want to put that on a jacket or a coat or something you actually wear outside of your clothing. Oh, come on. This is more fun. Oh, definitely. Now, veteran listeners of Planet Japan may recall that uh, a few months ago we talked about another product from the same company. Okay. And that was the the reusable shopping bag bra. (laughs) It's a bra, and then when you go shopping, you whip it off and you, you unfold it, and it becomes a shopping bag. I, yeah, I guess so. But then you then you'd be braless. Well, I just yeah, mm. I just don't have a problem with with women going without a bra, <laughs> <laughs> especially if it's in the service of the environment. <laughs> True enough. If That's people right. are are doing it as a way to save the planet, you know, right? I, I say go for it. Sure, sure, okay. okay. So anyway, yeah, they came up with that uh, idea. Now they've come up with these this solar power bra. Right now, uh, <laughs> according to the company, the bra is not. Really intended for sale. Sorry, oh, you can't really buy it. Oh, that's too bad because I was just now interested. You in were it. thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, I was you? thinking yeah. about it. Yeah, it's uh, actually it's uh, it's kind of a promotional device. It's uh, right. intended for use at department stores and other places that uh, are looking for a fun event. <laughs> so <laughs> something, something eye catching. The uh, the sexy model, the sexy Japanese model, wears uh, a solar panel kind of thing around her waist or stomach. Right. That generates power okay. and and a. Uh, a moving kind of sign goes across her bra, <laughs> and you can put you can program any message in there that you want. That's excellent. Yeah. Yes. And so they suggest messages like "Save the Earth." Right, being the environmental company they are. Save right. the Earth. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, that makes sense. I would suggest something more more fun. Like. Like. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. I like that. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great, though. I, I'm actually. It would be interesting to use in class. Yeah. You can, oh, sure. You, all the instructions perfect. can be written on my person exactly. instead of the chalkboard. You just whip off your blouse, and the message comes right across your now bra. Open your textbooks. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> the, the students would really pay attention. I think. <laughs> At least the guys would. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, model, the bra model. Right. I'm not sure if she's a supermodel. <laughs> I think she's okay. just a regular model. Okay. Well, Her name is Yuko Ishida. Okay. She was quoted as saying, it is very comfortable and I can really feel involved in eco-friendly efforts as well. <laughs> there you go. Right. She's not just out there, you know, showing off her boobies. Yeah, strutting her stuff. That's she's, right. She's saving the planet. Exactly. Wow. Thank God for Yuko. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you got to love her. So there you go. That's our very first uh, brand new exciting technology device from Japan. All right. Yay. Now you've got a couple more. Possibly even uh, more exciting. So, Doug, do you know how old you have to be to smoke cigarettes in Japan? I think you have to be at least nine years old. (laughs) Yes, many, many, many Japanese men smoke in Japan. Yeah. A majority do. But no, you have to be 20 years old Ah, to smoke. Yeah. 
And you also are probably very aware that there are lots and lots of vending machines in Japan. Indeed. Yeah, there are tons of them. And they sell cigarettes from some of these vending machines. And, the well, they're finally wising up to the fact that people younger than 20 are buying cigarettes out of these vending machines. You're kidding. That's I, shocking. It is. I mean, jeez. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> It's taken them this long to figure that out. Yeah. So uh, they're starting to crack down on underage smoking. Uh-oh. And what they've come up with is you have to get a, a special kind of ID card, right? When you use this ID card, a digital camera will take a picture of your face. Oh, see, I'm not that photogenic. <laughs> it's not for your personal photo album. It ah. is to, to check whether your face has wrinkles in it. To, oh, really? To test the, if, if you are actually 20 years old. So if you, have, if you have no wrinkles, you can't buy cigarettes. <laughs> no, but if you do have a young-looking face, it will ask for more identification oh, really? from you. Yeah, you well, that's can't. just a little bit too big brotherish for me. Well, then you can do what most of the other Japanese people are doing, is they're buying their cigarettes in convenience stores. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. But no, they do. They they have these uh, vending machines set up with cameras, and they'll take a picture of your face, and they'll check it against a record of more than 100,000 people Holy to, cow. to check your your age range. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Face recognition hmm. software. Face recognition software in a vending machine. In a vending machine so that uh, the youngins can't get their little hands on uh, cigarettes. That's right. I have a better idea. Mm, What? Make cigarettes illegal (laughs) and uh, fill up those vending machines with uh, reefer. (laughs) Ganja. Oh, that would be interesting. Now, wouldn't that be good? Yeah, I'm sure. Because I don't know if uh, people are aware of this, but uh, smoking cigarettes kills you. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yes. Whereas smoking reefer just makes you feel good. <laughs> now, given the option of just feeling good or being dead, which one are you going to take, really? Seriously. Mm, true enough, but <laughs> I don't know. How many studies have there been about smoking reefer and lung cancer? And yeah. That kind of no, thing? you don't get lung cancer from reefer. Are you sure? You're you smoking just, something. No, no. You get the munchies. <laughs> yeah. You, you <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's ever right. died from smoking reefer. That's a statistic I've heard. That's true. But, yeah. Uh, but I don't know if any if any long term studies have 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 come out of it. You know. Like, well, I'm not sure. I'm willing to uh, be a subject in any <laughs> yeah, study I'm that comes to be along. willing to a test subject on if, that one. If uh, yeah. they're looking for somebody, you know, yeah, to get a handle on that whole thing. Right. Right. Okay. They can contact us. And finally. And finally, they're they're starting to update tombstones. Oh, it's about time. <laughs> yes, I know. We've had tombstones <laughs> forever, and you know, they're just they're so, they're boring. Just so boring. Yeah. Really. So, <laughs> in Japan, they've. They've outfitted tombstones with uh, one of these uh, QR codes. They're like the new kind of barcode. Oh, yeah. Right. You've seen they look, they're black and white, kind of pixelated looking oh, sure. pictures. So, yeah. So, these uh, barcodes, you can, you can take a picture of it with your cell phone, and it will hook you up to a website. And this will have information and pictures of the deceased person. Really? Yes. So you can look at the dead person right on your cell phone. Yes, you can. Wow, now that's convenient. It is. It's really interesting, yeah. actually. You can really figure out who was buried there. <laughs> <laughs> you can really get a, an idea so, of who it was. So this, this new kind of barcode is right on the tombstone? Yeah, it's on the tombstone. And you just you use your cell phone and you go up to the tombstone. Right. And then you get all this stuff on your cell phone that... Right. Pictures and right, right. text and, and so forth. Yeah, uh, see, it says, in addition to images of the deceased, people can view a greeting from the chief mourner at the funeral and browse through a guest book. 
Really? Yes. Now, I wonder if the guy who died, maybe he left like a pre-recorded message before he died, like, hey, welcome to my tombstone. <laughs> I'm sure that's going to be the next step. Would right? that be cool? Yeah, I'm sure that's what's going to happen soon. Yeah. <laughs> you can leave messages or, you know, you can make your own sort of web page or something and there have that go. linked as yeah. well. Yeah. Thanks for stopping by my tombstone. Don't forget to leave some flowers. <laughs> <laughs> or in Japan, don't forget to leave some sake. Oh, yeah, sake yeah. is very popular at Tombstones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you know, for, for the dead person to enjoy. Yeah, because yeah, that's, yeah, that's the dead person's favorite drink. That's true. In Japan. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Well, gosh, technology has just gone wild in Japan. I know, it's awesome. It's, it's really interesting, yeah. <laughs> it is, it's interesting. Okay, let's get to the good stuff now. Okay. The penis stuff. Yes, penises. Yeah. First of all, this is, uh, you know, there, there is all this terrorism going on in the world. It's a shocking thing, really. Yeah, terrorism sucks. Yeah, it really does suck. It does. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it's gone to a new level in Russia. In Russia? In Russia, because uh, people, uh, dissidents there, especially one Mr. Gary Kasparov, who people may remember as the uh, former world chess champion. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah. Who now is kind of the chief nemesis of uh, <laughs> Mr. Putin over there. He's mm. they're, they're kind of... They're, they're not friends. No, it doesn't seem no, not they're like, a nemesis. They're, right? they're like Clinton and Obama. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, he's uh, having this little meeting with a, with a group of people there hmm. uh, in Russia. Right. All of a sudden, he's attacked by a flying penis. A flying penis. It's not somebody didn't chuck a dildo at him, right? Oh, no, no. No. It's, it's an actual flying penis. That's awesome. A little helicopter thing on top flying around the room. <laughs> That's something you just don't see every day. No, it's... <laughs> Really interesting, actually. <laughs> now, uh, there is a wonderful YouTube video. Mm, oh, of course. Someone captured the moment. Of course. Yeah, and uh, we will put that on the website. Excellent. At planetjapan.org. Yeah, please check it out. Where people can see the flying penis for themselves. Right, right. Yeah. If they're having trouble picturing it, well, we have a picture. Exactly. Yeah, excellent. Luckily, uh, his uh, crack bodyguard staff jumped on the flying penis and wrestled <laughs> it to the ground. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh, God. Well, um, <laughs> Mr. Kasparov, just to show that uh, he does have a sense of humor. You know, people think Russians don't have a sense of humor. Not true. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Kasparov was quoted as saying, I think we have to be thankful for the opposition's demonstration of the level of discourse we need to anticipate. <laughs> He said of the flying penis. Yes. Also, apparently, most of their arguments are located beneath the belt. Ha, ha, ha. ha he's, yeah, he's a funny guy. Russians are pretty funny, actually. Beneath the belt. Ha, 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 ha. Now, if you think that's funny, yeah. check out the video because someone who made the video, <laughs> yeah. some crazy American, obviously, uh, everything's in Russian, right. what they're saying. Right. So whoever did the English subtitles took a few liberties oh, with the translation. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> to make it more amusing. I'm, as if a flying penis wasn't amusing enough. You would think that's all you need. Yeah, seriously. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering, where can you find these? I, I'm sure they'd uh, be a hit, you know, in uh, a novelty shop or something. <laughs> they'd be a hit in my classroom, that's for exactly. sure. Oh, those high school middle, girls would love that. Well, the high school boys would love to set those off in class, <laughs> I'm sure. To the horror of all the teachers. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Apparently, the prank was perpetrated by something called Young Russia. Young Russia. A group of pro-Kremlin operatives. Ooh. Speaking of penises. Yes? Uh, I know you're a big fan of the Nintendo Wii. Yes, I love Wii. Do you really? I don't have a Wii. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Nintendo DS, though. Well, that's not the same thing. No, it's not. But no. I, want a, I want a Wii. 
I, I want a Wii too. Yeah. Everybody wants a Wii. Yeah, there, there's there's supposed to be a lot of fun. Yeah, they, yeah. It, you actually it reads your body motion. Right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, so you can do actual virtual, not actual. You can do virtual bowling or tennis and right, golf, right. yeah, and boxing and stuff, boxing, like that. Yeah. all that fun stuff. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, now, yeah. if that's not enough, if you're really looking for the ultimate in sporting activity, <laughs> the ultimate in gaming, you can uh, put on this kind of a strap-on device. Strap on and engage in some virtual peeing. Virtual peeing. It's the Super PP Brothers from <laughs> Nintendo Wii. Wow, <laughs> that's pretty clever. Pretty creative idea. If you like Super Mario Brothers, you'll love Super <laughs> PP Brothers. <laughs> wow, this is an unbelievable game. Uh, this, it was brought to our attention by our friend uh, Diane Olson right. at Microsoft. She uh, sent me this, and uh, it's really quite amazing. Once again, just like anything else in life these days, there's a YouTube video. Yeah. And we'll post it on the website at planetjapan.org so people can see exactly how to play this unusual game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, awesome. Now, according to the text on the game box, the Super PP Brothers promotes good bathroom skills. That's important. That is important. Always important to have good bathroom skills. Yes. Have you seen the men's bathroom? It's pretty rank in there. Yeah, we need some... Yeah, better game skills. Yeah, this will help. And it goes on to say that uh, our game also allows women to experience for the very first time (laughs) the pleasure of urinating while standing. The pleasure. It is is fun. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I've got to try it. (laughs) (laughs) Now, there is one aspect of it that I I kind of object to being a cat lover and all. Right. Uh, Apparently, uh, occasionally, cute little kitties or other critters will pop up and down through the toilets. <laughs> right. You see, it's right. kind of a whack-a-mole kind of thing. Right. And it, if you if you pee on the kitty, you get extra points. That's just not right. <laughs> you shouldn't be peeing on kitties. I can see that. But yeah. I don't know why the cat would be in the toilet in the first place. Well, yeah, he was yeah, probably exactly. thirsty. Or... <laughs> <laughs> Fell in. <laughs> Fell in, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, here's kind of how the game works. A uh, series of toilets are presented on a screen. Right. And the challenge is to kind of tilt your body to control a never-ending stream <laughs> of pee. Never-ending. Yeah. Never-ending stream of pee. Uh, that's yeah. like me after 10 beers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you try to get as much pee in the toilets as you can, of course. Right. While um, spilling as little on the floor as possible. Okay. However, the toilets open and close. Right. And occasionally, like we said, the stray cat pops up. <laughs> if you get too much pee on the ground, yeah. game over. Yeah. And you have to clean up the mess yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the cool part. Uh-huh. In the game, there are over 100 different bathrooms from bars and palaces to automatic Japanese-style toilets. Wow. Auto- oh, yeah, yeah, you know the automatic thing. I do. Yeah. You yeah. walk in and it opens up. Yeah, it's a captain's chair, it's actually. It's very cool. It's got all these buttons on it and stuff. They're, I love Japanese toilets. They're so they're, they're They come a long way since... Uh, 10, 15 years ago. <laughs> Since the squat toilet, yeah. <laughs> Since the squat toilet. <laughs> Dude. If you think that's fun, just wait until your friends see the multiplayer mode. Wow! With dueling P-streams. Excellent. Well, that sounds like a party game. Not to be outdone, a couple of guys over in Belgium have come up with their own peeing video game. Well, see, it's not just Japan. Exactly. But this is a different kind of peeing video game. This involves actual peeing into a urinal. (laughs) Dude. (laughs) (laughs) These two guys, these two two crazy guys, got the idea (laughs) while drinking Belgian Trappist beers. Those are yummy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Now, uh, I think we're going to have to make this the quote of the week since we forgot to do it last time. Okay. This is going to be this week's quote of the week. Okay. They were quoted as saying, this thing had to be invented by Belgian people, and that's what we are. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I guess so. I guess uh, Belgian people are famous for... Peeing. And drinking beer. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I guess they kind of go together. I guess so, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they've invented this thing called a place-to-pee booth. Okay. It's designed for two users at a time because, you know, it's no fun to pee alone. <laughs> <laughs> it offers two games, right. blowing up aliens in outer space or skiing down a virtual slope. Okay. All you do is you kind of, you know, use your joystick there to, <laughs> uh, to aim at sensors positioned on either side of the urinal. Right. Yeah. Okay. So while you're peeing, you're playing the video game and uh, uh, highest score wins. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> it's a night out in the town. Right, right so there. girls can play this too? Oh, exactly. Yeah, they've come up with a um, some kind of a, a cone. <laughs> a cone. That allows women to play too. Oh, that's awesome. It's great because you got to remember the women. Yeah, well, you know, we like, we like peeing games too. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Who doesn't, <laughs> really? Well, there you go. That's this week's uh, penis report. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah. That was entertaining. Okay. Now, moving along to to buttocks. 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 Great. Yeah. We uh, have an update on our friend uh, Asuka Sawamoto. Oh, okay. Who listeners will recall uh, recently gained fame by uh, going to Akihabara. Right. Uh, on Sundays there when they close off the place to mm-hmm. traffic. That's right. And exposing her bare derriere. Yes, yes. To uh, uh, the throngs. Right. With their cameras. Yeah, mostly guys with their cameras. Right, yeah. right. Taking pictures, because you can't have too many pictures on your cell phone of um, naked... Naked buttocks. Buttocks, I think. <laughs> now, she's uh, she's some kind of a performer, and this was kind of her way of promoting herself. Uh, mm. I thought it was kind of creative. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. So what happened is uh, some of the TV shows there in uh, Tokyo got a, got wind of it. Right. They approached her and said, hey, how would you like to... Uh, do it for the cameras, and we'll we'll put you on the air, and we'll make you famous. Right, and being the uh, part-time actress she is, I'm sure she, exactly. she went for that, didn't she? She was quoted as saying, look, I'm a performer, so when the media expresses interest in what I'm doing, I'm always grateful. I flashed my bottom to give my fans a bit of a treat. <laughs> <laughs> but something I only did once on the spur of the moment turned into twice, and then three times, and so on. Oh, gosh. But now she admits she was totally in the wrong, and she says that after she was busted by the cops. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yes, that would make sense. Yeah. yeah. So You have to hit rock bottom before, you know. I guess so. These, you know, before you could admit your addiction. So the TV shows went out. They, they hired her. They paid her money right. to do this. They put her on the air. Right. The cops saw the TV shows, which caused them to go out and arrest her. Right, which, you know, actually, it's actually the TV company's fault, I think. Well, there is some uh, talk that the TV shows may be in some legal jeopardy as well. Yes, they know what they can air and what they can't. (laughs) Silly, silly TV company. Uh, But, uh, yeah, poor Asuka. She says, um, okay, I admit, I went too far in showing off my bottom, and I regret that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, not only was she arrested, she was, she had to suffer some further indignities when the police revealed that she was not 22 years old, as she has been claiming. Uh-oh. She was actually 30. <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's already over the hill, man. Making her perhaps less marketable. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. I, over the hill, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dear. <sighs> oh, she's got some trouble. If she needs some help, she should give me a call. <laughs> Yeah, and you can help her. I, I'd be somehow. glad to give her some advice. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I guess we should probably do Dick of the Week. 
Sure, yes. Don't you think? Okay, this week's uh, lucky winner of the Dick of the Week Award uh, is a Mr. Eder Rojas. Ooh, and what did he do? He's 19 years old, and he's a flight attendant on Compass. Okay. Which is a subsidiary of uh, Northwest. Right. Yeah. Now, um, what happened is uh, his boss told him he was going to have to work on this certain route. Okay. And uh, he apparently did did not want to work on that route. So? So instead of just saying, you know, I'd rather not do that, he decided maybe a better way would be to set a fire in the bathroom of the airplane after it took off. Yeah, that would definitely raise some attention, yeah, <laughs> to his plight, that's for sure. Yeah. Right. So, but it's not, you know, he's not he's not all bad. He's not all bad? No, because once the fire was detected, mm-hmm. some 35 minutes into the flight, he uh, was asked by the pilot to, to, you know, put out the fire. Right. So him and a couple other people put it out. He was very helpful. That's good, yes. Yeah. After you endanger the lives <laughs> of an entire plane of people... Yeah, you try to make up for that, I think. Now, uh, somehow he managed to sneak on a uh, lighter. Yeah, there you somebody go. Somebody Some, wasn't doing their job. Some Somebody screwed up there. Man. Yeah. Somebody's going to bring that to the attention. And before the uh, flight left, he uh, asked his superiors for extra paper towels. Right, he needs... For the, for the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense, right? <laughs> because if you're going to start a fire, you need as much... Yeah, you know, kindling. <laughs> kindling, yes, exactly. I was a Girl Scout. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> he was probably somewhat surprised to learn that the charge of setting fire aboard a civil aircraft carries a maximum penalty of 20 years in prison. Yeah, he's... Yeah. I'm sure he probably knew that, being a flight attendant. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> but at least he won't have to do that route because not only was he arrested, he also got fired. Well, yeah. The airlines are just, they're not cutting people any slack these days. You set a fire and you're out. <laughs> One little fire. One little fire in the bathroom. Yeah, that's all it takes. Uh, life is not fair. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. That's this week's Dick of the Week. Mr. Eater Rojas, congratulations. Yay. What a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to end the show tonight uh, with a little music from a record label here in Japan called Far East Peach. Okay. Because we love peaches. Yes, this is the yeah. peach capital, actually. You betcha. We live in oh, Okayama, sure. peach capital of Japan. This uh, music was sent to me by Momoje, otherwise known as Hajime Hyakoku. Now, they put together this amazing album. It's uh, various artists in, from around the world, not just Japan. It's a Japanese label, but the oh, artists are from around the world. I see. And the music is great. It's uh, kind of ambient and uh, new age kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah, so they they sent it to me, and uh, I told them I'd be happy to to play it on Planet Japan, so that's what we're going to do. Well, there you go. Yeah, and uh, we'd like to thank Momoje very much for sending the music our way, and we would encourage people to go to Mm planetjapan.org. We'll put a link there to the site where they can uh, find this music for themselves. Yeah, that sounds great. It's great stuff. Okay. And so we'll close out the show tonight with some music from this album. It's called Round and Round, and it's from Far East Peach. The name of the song is Nautic. And it's a jazzy little number from Tom Hack. And, of course, don't forget, next week, as we uh, talked about a couple of shows ago, a uh, Mr. Joe Black, a genuine American soldier stationed in Baghdad, has uh, made his way to Japan, and we are going to have him here next week for a very special interview edition of the Planet Japan podcast, so be sure to tune in next week. Yeah, that sounds exciting. Yeah. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Yes, thank you. If you have any messages, of course, we're at planetjapan07 at gmail.com. Take care. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>